the Movie Hour, episode 194, August 16th, 2012. There are no real spoilers included in this episode, just our triumphant return and our general badassery. And some swearing. They're swearing. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the party. That is the Christopher Walken, Macaulay Culkin Movie Hour. We have finally returned, we being myself, Greg Maloney, and my uh, super-duper awesome co-hosts, Brother James and everyone's favorite degenerate gambler, Jeff. Gentlemen, welcome back to Gungabit Studios. Congratulations on, yeah, <laughs> congratulations on breaking the paradigm, new <laughs> paradigm for naming the show. <laughs> well, you know, as, as you guys know, Walken's always been a, a fan of the show, and he's, you know, I don't know how he hasn't become a friend of the show until now. His uh, sponsorship was well-deserved. And MC, of course, huge fan of Calkins, Calkins of Walkins. And uh, that it was just a, it was a pair that was meant to be together. Because for Walken, Macaulay Calkin, like it's, it happens once in a while. Kind of like uh, the Brandolina uh, episode from uh, episode 50. So it's, it's, you know, these things in nature happen once in a while and you just got to respect them, you know? I don't respect them. I fear them. <laughs> you fear these these events. I do. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. that was cool. At what was the way you did that with the oh, the, the names? <laughs> I hate you guys so much. Why why do I even have Jeff on the show? Uh, Jeff, you're fired. But you can save for this episode, and then I'll see if I can if we change my mind before the end of the episode. It'll be like a challenge. And uh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I accept as. As um, many of you know, we've been gone for the last two weeks. It's uh, a sincere apology from me. I don't know about Jeff or James, but um, we love we love providing you guys with laughs when we can and information when possible, but not always. And we've been uh, been to Canada uh, up north, which is like you know, not I don't know if anybody else refers to up north as four hours north of them, other than Michigan. It's like but, it's like America's Canada. Right, right. It's uh, up north for us in Michigan. Uh, we've been there. We've been to Vegas. And hopefully we didn't spend 20 hours in an airport. Uh, well, hopefully you guys didn't, but we definitely spent some time. Uh, Jeff, did any of your shit get delayed, or do you actually, you know, go according to plan? Although you had layovers uh, mine, mine everywhere. Mine was according to the awful, awful plan that I had made for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely spent. Uh, I didn't. I never did the math exactly, but I, I definitely spent uh, at least 12 hours in transit yeah. on the way home from Las Vegas. God, this must have sucked so bad. I. Uh, I, you know, I don't know how many uh, American uh, listeners are around right now, but flying uh, Spirit Airlines was the worst decision I ever made. And I don't yeah, know if I don't can ever do that. that I, I don't know I, if I like even the price isn't worth the issue. It's just the fact that I'm a tall guy and just sitting in out those planes seem to be just like five inches too like shorter than any other plane I've been on, and my knees sucked and I couldn't sleep. And would you uh, like a cup of water, sir? God, yeah, right, exactly. You can't get $16. water on a four-hour flight. You can't get water for free. Like, what if I? All right, I'm gonna pass out. Give me water. No. Yeah. Seriously. I like your carry-on. Thirty-five dollars. <laughs> but yeah, Vegas was a blast. It was. Uh, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but Jeff, our beloved Jeff here, is getting married soon. So we were out there for his bachelor party. One step when closer. We're... Yeah. It'll it'll be a beautiful day, I'm sure, when it when it when it comes to fruition. But it was a blast. Thank you, everybody. That's uh, some of you guys that might be listening that were out there. It was uh, it was awesome, and I'm sure Jeff, you had a great time, right? You had a good time, a I decent a, time. I had, I had a tremendous time. Right, Thank right. you to uh, all the listeners that came out. We had quite the crew out there, and uh, yeah, uh, just wonderful, wonderful time. We uh, the one thing, even like 
you had a great time even with the problems we ran into where we showed up at the sports book ready to bet on the Olympics and wait what you can't bet on the Olympics in Vegas. Uh, I assume any, like anywhere that's legitimate anyhow. It's just uh, – Which is such, such bullshit because you can bet on college sports. You right. can bet on, like I, I didn't understand it. Anyway. It's the Olympics, man. It's uh, – I don't know. I, I, I have that special fuzzy feeling for the Olympics and I can see why they're just like – trying to keep any and all things that are quote unquote evil or amoral away from it. Apparently I had fuzzy feelings for a lot of things in Las Vegas (laughs) and most of them, if I threw money at it would come closer, not farther. (laughs) (laughs) Damn you Olympics. Damn you. Yeah. It's uh, we didn't get to catch much, like much of it while we were out there, obviously. And even when we were, when we were up in Canada, we had zero, zero contact with the outside world. But uh, from I've, I'm probably not your most avid sport or Olympic watcher, but it was uh it was interesting to catch a lot of the things and you know medal count. Fuck you guys, U.S. on top once again, 104 uh, total medal <laughs> count. Uh, fuck yeah! <laughs> I don't. That's what the Olympics are about, right? That's what the Olympics medal are count. For, yeah. yeah, medal that's count. Right. That's that's all it is. Can we start the chant yet? Or... Right. <laughs> this would be a great time to to put the USA chant in, but uh, what surprised me. Just a, a quick count. Look at the medal count. Was the top four wasn't wasn't of any interest? But do you know who got five on the total medals? Uh, India. The five spot. Nope, not India. Mexico. Nope, nope. So Brazil. Nope. Azerbaijan. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, but it goes. You know, U.S. one hundred four. China. Uzbekistan. China eighty eight. You're running out of time. Great Britain sixty five. Russia. Canada. Or sorry, Russia at eighty two. Then Great Britain sixty five. Number five was Korea at 28. And I don't know oh, why. It's just... I thought you meant who got literally five medals. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Number five, the five slot, the five slot. Would you have guessed Korea if I said the five Wait, South Korea, I'm assuming you're talking about. It actually just listed as Korea. So okay, I assume, then... like it's got to be, it's got to be just South, I'd assume. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know yeah. if North Korea is at all attached to the Olympics. Yeah, so. they, they, um, they meddled in a couple things actually. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm on this. Yeah, yeah, look yeah at that's, South, that's South Korea. South Korea, number five. Now let's find North Korea. <laughs> let's search down. Number 20. Nice. Congratulations, North Korea. With a whopping... Wait, what is that? Why is why is that happening? <laughs> it, says, it says they got six, but they're why, why would they be 20? How is this listing them? This doesn't make any sense at all. Because Germany good. got 44. Is really? Order by gold. Oh, or it's by gold. It's oh, by gold. gold. Yeah. See, yeah. I did. I did it by total. It must have been golds then. Korea had thirteen uh, golds, and that's why they're five. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. To- total, they only had twenty-eight. So that would have yep, put Germany, yep. France, uh, Italy tied with them, Australia, Japan. I can keep going if we. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's like that's great. Uh, I'm just happy. I'm happy the Olympics exist, and uh, it's sad that it's over. But uh, it's. I guess it's always time to. Uh, Put your bootstraps, uh, your bootstraps up, and get back to business, which is what we're here for to discuss. Business. Yeah, biz- we're up here for business. We're here for business. <laughs> and um, the the thing when I was watching the Olympics and getting our our awesome transition to movies is as I was watching them, it being it was like gymnastics or diving or something. It was one of the one of the sports where you could attempt specific routines that would have a max score. And would then, you know, based on how well you perform that routine, you get this, you know, judgment rating out of, uh, out of uh, technical and whatever. Um, and I was thinking about that 
and it made me think a little bit about movies and this is this actually happened i'm not just pulling this out of my ass where i think there are people out there that take movies when you watch a movie and just expect no that was crap i didn't like it and i wasn't interested that like it was not a good movie it's complete bullshit and there are people that probably listen to this show that are uh, that are like this where if it's if it doesn't meet your sta- like just standard you've created for movies it's no good and what i think i my my perspective when i look at a movie or watch one is more like the olympics and those events where they they aimed for this this is what they tried to make as a movie and this is what they pulled off and i think that discrepancy is where i say movies are terrible like okay they really try to do this and this is where they ended up at and i don't know if you guys feel the same way about that or if i'm so like the gymnastics the little gymnastics girl right like, the little that's... gymnastics girl tries to do like you know just tries to do a backflip and fails that's an awful movie but let's say she tries to do a super cool routine that's a max of a billion points and she gets the 90%, like that's a good movie. But if she got the 50%, that's an awful movie. That's what I'm trying to say. And I actually like... So the reach hurts you in your mind. I, I think the discrepancy is what hurts you. Like if you try for 100 points and you get 50, it's awful. But even a 50, that in that scenario, if you try to get a 10-point routine and you get 8, that's good. Right. And, but by that rationale, like... The more you try and do, the more you can lose out on, basically. I'm yeah, just, I'm, I, I disagree with you here on this, Greg. Yeah. I think what, I understand what you're saying, and I disagree. Right, right. Like, for instance, uh, let's see. What's a good way to put this in perspective? Like, I, I would look at a movie like, well, not The Room, but something that's a very low-budget movie, and somehow, like, when you look at, uh, I guess when you look at Primer, and you see what they did with that movie, the, the, the sci-fi, just kind of just low budget, they pulled this out of their ass, and it just got critically acclaimed i don't know how much money it made but it probably wasn't much but with what they were trying to do they pulled it off perfectly something where i'm trying to think of a a terrible movie that they try to attempt and they try to like apply something awesome and it just didn't work out like uh congo like the congo no (laughs) i like the congo because they pull off exactly what they wanted to do what what do you think that they were trying to accomplish when they set out to make the congo (laughs) (laughs) I think they were trying to put Laura Linney in awesome situations where there were uh, automatic guns and uh, there were uh, laser diamond beams. Laser diamond beams. Uh, I'm trying to like there are examples out there. I just can't pick them out of my mind. Like I like for example, I'm just looking at I guess another one looking at the trailer. um, I haven't even seen the movie yet, which looks awful. But we're looking at Red Dawn, this trailer that's the movie that's coming out finally. Um, that comes out. Is it this weekend or is it next weekend? It's fucking soon, is what it is. It's Thanksgiving. Not this, yeah, it's not this weekend. I'm, <laughs> it's I'm thinking Thanksgiving. About, I'm thinking about the Expendables. Is it Thanksgiving? Really? It's Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's a while. Okay. Um, the looking at that trailer being a revamp movie, uh, creation of the the 1980s movie, uh, which was completely badass. Patrick Swayze, Avenge Me, etc. Um, mm-hmm. that trailer got released while we were out. Took a look at it and. For what they were, what they're attempting to do, they're taking a rehash of the '80s. They had creating this idea that an outside force can come in, para, paratroop thousands of fucking. Uh, uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I want to say member. I want to say militant assholes into our uh, into our country and uh, take over your backyard, and do it with like an effect where. 
it's just mass production. They've spent, I think they went over $100 million on the budget on this movie, and make this look like a Transformers, a blockbuster hit. And when I look at the trailer, it looks like they're trying to do a, at least from what I saw, it looks like they're trying to make it feel like the 1980s, like, all right, we're in the backwoods, we're going to do this. Uh, every, all our you know primary forces in the area are, are nil and we have to pretty much do subterfuge through the entire fucking area to get these bad guys aka by the way were the chinese and now are the north koreans which is also hilarious um it looks like they couldn't figure out what they wanted to be they tried for a blockbuster movie and now it looks like it's i don't know it looks like it's a piece of shit in terms of story which is blockbuster ish but it doesn't look like it had any of the facts that i would expect from a uh, hundred million plus movie, like I guess two hundred million. We can start talking about Avatar, but just look crazy. Where do you draw the line between like your expectations and what they are actually right, right. At doing? That's 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 the trick, and that's the trick. I think I'm doing it main on what they're attempting to be, like the trans. Uh, going to more blockbuster stuff, like I, I guess Michael Bay does exactly what Michael Bay plans on doing, which is just fucking. Special. Michael Bay has never made a mistake. Yeah, in his no, life. yeah, he's never made a mistake ever. <laughs> And it's proven by his track record in Blockbuster. Yeah, dead ears, mate. Yeah, dead ears, mate. Oh, the Robin Hood movie. Another awful movie. I I just feel like when I watch a movie, um I my standards are ba- like my rating, like being the judge for that sport slash movie, I try to apply what they were planning on doing, what they try to pull off, and then rate it as such instead of looking at it as a general like comparing it to other movies and saying this is bad that's i guess what i'm trying to put past you guys and i i guess i'm a solo in that i guess i'm the the only one that uh that thinks that way but i uh maybe maybe some of our listeners do if they want to support me which i could all, use all the support i could get at uh, gungapit.com i would uh I mean, I think I see what you're saying. Like, Avengers is not, like, setting out to be the next Citizen Kane, Schindler's List, right. Rushmore, whatever. But it definitely, like, it definitely achieves... Uh, by the way, for those of you that didn't notice, I did just throw in Rushmore with uh, Citizen Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I heard it. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it definitely... That. Avengers was pretty goddamn cool. Like, it was... Uh, the action was good. The You know, the story was tight for the most part. Like, I see what you're saying there, at the same time, though, like there's something to be said for like aiming for a 90 and getting a 75 versus aiming for a 20 and getting a 19. Like I, I I'll take the the 75 every time. I think. Interesting. Okay. That's that's exactly what I was looking for. Well, and I guess the question I have, if if we can drag this out a little bit longer, um, is like. Th- I feel like when you talk about aim, you're talking a lot about like uh, like theme and plot and artistry. And when you talk about like the uh, how much of that aim they got, you you wind up talking a lot about like uh, like execution, cinematography, acting, right. that sort of thing. Like right. I, I feel like you almost fill up the tank with something different than it's supposed to be filled. Like if that makes sense, like. Uh, you lost me at the end of the Philip tank right. part, but yeah, yeah well, I, go I, with the thing I said before. <laughs> I yeah, I, I, uh, I, I think you understand where I'm coming from. Where I, I guess it is a lot of technical aspects, but I just feel like they're also aiming for an audience, and when they miss even those cues, like I think that's also part of it. Like when they try to make it like the, be it a uh, uh, Transformers movie or Red Dawn, like I, I think re- anybody, I don't know if they're just remaking this for the shits of remaking it, but 
this looks like they wanted to recreate Red Dawn into the 2012, you know, this is the future. These are awesome graphics, awesome effects, awesome everything. And when I saw the trailer, I was like, man, this looks awful. The you, They show you a little bit of explosions. I'm like, okay, that looked kind of neat, but this just looks like a a blockbuster movie that doesn't appear to be a blockbuster movie. Like they attempted to, it seems like they spent the money on it, but I guess we haven't seen the movie yet. So I can't, can't, uh, can't judge completely. It's just what's on the top of my sure head. You can. Cause I just saw the trailer and it looks awful. And they should have, after the delays, like MGM has been doing re- uh, like uh, chapter 11 reconstruction for a while, which was why this was delayed. And then they did the whole, Oh, it's not the Chinese of the bad guys. Now it's the North Koreans and they had to do some effect changes. But, um, even after all that, they should have just done Chris Hemsworth a favor and just fucking buried this movie because it's going to be bad. It just, yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to be good. That's looks for awful. Sure. Looks awful. What doesn't look awful? Expendables 2. Being 100 out, this is a 10 out of 10 right here in terms of goal and uh, what's going to be acquired and or whatever uh, achieved. And, uh, They're going to stick the landing? I really wish we were recording that. We're recording this on Wednesday. I really wish we were recording it a little later so we could talk about the Expendables. But we'll have to wait for next week. And. Uh, it looks as stupid as it plans out to be. Uh, one last thing I want to mention in terms of uh, uh, actually two of the things. Uh, Paranorman comes out this weekend. This is the the Lake Entertainment people that did uh, Coraline. I'll always uh, I cannot get enough of that movie. So hopefully Paranorman does well. I I don't. When I watched the trail, a couple different trailers for it, it, it looks it looks all right, but doesn't have the same pull that Coraline did on me. I, hopefully, uh, I get a chance to see it and get a, get a feel for it. But if anyone does see it and wants to wants to talk about it, please uh, do a, a post on Gungapit. I'd love to love to hear your thoughts on it. But um, it's a, what I didn't know apparently about Coraline. Going through some research about Paranorman, apparently Coraline was the longest stop motion movie to date at 140 minutes. Pretty crazy. Something to think well, about. That doesn't surprise me. It's kind of a dead art. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up was this is probably one of the bigger things in terms of movie happenings that's going on and happened while we were gone uh, probably about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Apparently, while we were gone, they allowed The Hobbit to multiply from two movies to three movies. And this is the this is the that thing is like a den of rabbits. Yeah, this yeah, is seriously. this is like this this is the segment I like to call "What the fuck, Jackson? What is going on?" Like, do we need to... <laughs> every single you <laughs> know what the fuck, Jackson? What the fuck? I don't care what Jackson it is. It could be Phil Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Jackson. <laughs> there are a lot of Jacksons out there. It's what the fuck, Jackson? And in this case, Peter Jackson letting this happen. I I hope these are the best three movies I've ever seen because it's uh. I, I must admit, I haven't read The Hobbit. Uh, James, I know you read a little bit of it. Jeff, have you read The Hobbit or no? No. Uh, we're all assholes. Anyways, I just, I got a feeling, you know, I, I, I know a little bit about The Hobbit and a lot about a lot about uh, why uh, movies turn into three movies, and it's usually about money, and I'm just curious if, uh, I'm curious what you think. Will it be a cash grab for Warner Brothers, or is uh is Warner, uh, maybe Warner Brothers is just trying for more money than uh Smog the Dragon that's a that's a hobbit hobbit drop Smog he's he's badass uh, Well in fairness my big complaint about the um about the Lord of the Rings movie especially the third one and especially the extended editions were that they weren't fucking long enough mm. so I think uh <laughs> I think maybe they're doing the right thing Is there is there any difference that like let's say let's say Return of the King was split into two movies does that make it better 
No, I was okay. I was being sarcastic. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. all, right. they're, they're, uh, all of them entirely too <laughs> without the without the sequels included. Scenes. Right, right. Yeah. Sequels included. It'll yeah. be entirely. I actually don't have a problem with this. Yeah, that's. I mean, fine. it's. I, I mean, it's easily you know a, a cash grab, and but as long as the movies are good, I don't care. That's all I'm asking. As all long right. as so they're good. When the second one is just the biggest piece of shit of all time. Yeah, if it's just the big uh, storm, you know, calm before the storm or something, then yeah, that's going to suck. But if they're good, then I don't care. That is three. Right. Even if it's a calm before the storm kind of thing, the cash grab that was the Harry Potter, which, by the way, Warner Bros., thanks for all of these cash grab uh, like extensions. But <laughs> the last book being split into two movies... The, I didn't mind the first one. And I actually like that. Yeah, one. the first one wasn't bad. So it's possible that it works out. It's just. Yeah, that's just. Yeah. Like Warner Brothers. <laughs> I, yeah. I can't wait till they get to the third one and decide to split that one up into six. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to follow each dwarf in different directions. <laughs> and for all their split stories. Yeah, it's it's completely possible. It's completely possible. I, um. I know what is it? Warner Brothers is losing uh, Harry Potter. That's ending. The the Dark Knight's getting wrapped up. So they're just looking for ways to make money. So I'm sure this is just like guys, guys, guys. We have no fucking good movies coming out. So we better. There's nothing in the tank. <laughs> I can just see like a CEO doing the uh, like the slow stretch it out like <laughs> stretch it out. Stretch. Oh man, yeah. So there's a lot of things have happened. We we obviously haven't caught up on everything, but. We don't want to uh, bore you guys with too much of our uh, awesome, awesome opinions. But uh, there are some movie reviews that we did somehow catch in between the craziness that was Canada, Vegas, up north, shit like that, to now. And I guess we can uh, go with James. You're the, you're the main feature today, I believe, on the movie reviews. Uh, you caught Recall, if that's correct? Yes, I did. If I'm recalling that, that correctly? You did. <laughs> to- totally, totally. <laughs> but, uh, yes, I saw a Total Recall in the theater. No, Recall. Um, recall. For those of you not familiar with the the plot already already established with the original movie, it's uh it's a little changed, I guess. Um, it's it's about a regular guy who does the blue collar work, um, kind of pines for something different. And there's this company called Recall, which kind of creates memories in your brain, and you know they're usually like cool adventures or you know fun stuff. So he decides to do go to this place and have a memory created, and something goes wrong at the procedure because he's already got something going on in his brain that is freaking the system out. And this sets off a series of events that leads him on the run, makes him question his identity and hijinks ensue. Um, This film is definitely a popcorn film. Uh, It's a good summer film. Um, There are a lot of things I like about it. Uh, There's a lot of homages that, uh, that I thought were kind of cool. Uh, even though some of them are pretty blatant ripoffs. Uh, for instance, there's a, a bad, the bad guy walks around black, but all their throwaway troops are white. So it's got this stormtrooper, uh, Darth Vader feel every time they good enter the room. Evil, and stuff. Good versus evil. Wait, wait, wait. So, oh, oh wait. all the, they have white stormtrooper type yeah. guys. And then yeah, the same guys dressed the in minions black. are all white. Okay. And the boss yep. is black. So it's, and they always like the white guys pour into then the black guy, you know, so it's, it's very, it's very That's uh, similar. Awesome. So there's some homages there, and then uh, there's some parts that make remind me of like aliens, and some that remind me of Blade Runner. So there's some good homages in there. Who are the bad guys? Who are the bad guys? Do we get to know, or is that a big, a big spoiler? Yeah, who are the bad guys? Um, it is. Is it just they, the recall people, or is it like um, the Martians, or what? No, it's it's uh, it's the government basically. Basically, there's 
and this is part of the, the other thing I like about it, which is the the aesthetics of this movie. It's like the setting and the action I, I really enjoyed. Um, the world is gone to shit from because everything's on Earth. There's no Mars in this version. No uh, way. Yeah. Uh, everything goes to shit because of years of chemical warfare. So everything is toxic except for two places. And it's the UK and Australia. Motherfuckers. The US is where everyone else is dead. Like everyone else Come is on. dead or what? Every, everything else is overrun with toxins. So, okay. yes, I assume everybody's There's dead. There's no mutant, mutant Americans running around in America. Uh, they told us. Okay. Um, so, but, and one wants to invade the other and somebody's rebelling against it. And the bad guys are the people trying to kill off the rebellion, basically. Right. So, you know, another. Star Wars homage. Anyway, um, but yeah, the getting more into the aesthetics that I liked about it, the setting I thought was really cool. Um, just the creations of the city and stuff. It's it's kind of got a Blade Runner feel, I guess, where it's very cramped. Everyone's in you know tight spaces. It's very dark and um, kind of a little bit of a lower class. And um, the director, uh, Len Wiseman, who does a bunch of other just action films that are very, you know, it's all style, basically, um, like the underworlds and stuff like that. But he does a bunch of wide shots of the city, which I think really work out for the film. And they show like they build upwards, you know, instead of spanning out because there's no room, obviously. Um, right. So all the there's the under CD underbelly, and then all the cool people live up top. Is that pretty much how this is run? Like any other? Uh, a little bit. Pick? They don't really go into the dichotomy that much of okay. the, the classes. It's it's more of just building up, really. But. Uh, but yeah, um, and then the action sequences of the film are actually filmed kind of neat. There's, it does a lot of uh, point of view style fighting, like you know, as one, you know, from one the assailants or whatever, instead of a third person, you know, wider view. So some of them like end up being kind of cool and stuff like that. So it was, it's kind of a neat. It was a little different. So it's they do the like effect that they're chasing you. Is that the case? Like, um, like they'll do the third person, and then they'll switch real quick to somebody's point of view, like. For instance, there's this one scene with a moving elevator, and there's a, the side door, and they're showing it from the person standing in the elevator, but someone's running towards it and is going to miss the open door, but ends up like jumping to the top and coming through the hatch, and just that whole scene is kind of neat. And there's a couple other ones that it's just just the film angles, like I think, right. make a difference as far as setting it apart from generic action film. And this is, I mean, I do like this film. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I kind of wish that I didn't know the original story. <laughs> Just so the you know the whole thing would have been fresh, but they give a lot of away in the preview anyway. But um, I mean, this is by no means like a Dark Knight or even a Matrix with you know uber cool fighting scenes and stuff like that. But it's I mean, it's a step in the right direction. I think it does distance it a little bit from your generic. What pop. a um, man, there are a slew of questions that come to mind. First one obviously is when <clears throat> Colin Farrell goes into Recall, does he decide what? kind of bus size that his girl is gonna have that's my first question no no he does not oh okay and, and his girlfriend is kate beckinsale so i think he's i think he's set in that category his girlfriend in the movies kate beckinsale before he goes to recall correct what a bastard how hot is sharon stone in this movie oh wait that's the <laughs> original one <laughs> <laughs> or is she in this one Who knows? yeah are, are there any other homage are there any homages to the original in this or no other um, than the fact that it's a remake, there is one de- definite homage. And two weeks, two weeks. No, it's uh, there is a three-titted girl. Ah, yep, of course. And of course. as far as I remember, like I don't like the original movie, so I haven't seen it as many. What? 
so many of you guys, but uh, yeah, as far as I remember, that's the only homage. Don't like. There wasn't like any automated cab drivers and stuff. Were there? Of, were there? Of, were there mutants like kind of like there were in the, the original? The only hint of that oh, was the three titted. Yeah, yeah. I don't three-titted. know. They might just say that was surgical. Who knows? I they didn't really explain it. <laughs> three titted surgery. It's all the it's all the buzz and twenty two right. or whatever it's gonna be. And like the the traffic kind of seemed to be patterned kind of like uh, a minority report where it's like cars but they're floating in space you know they're still going in you know certain areas. No Johnny Cab in this. No Johnny Cab. That's unfortunate. That's very unfortunate. So again, it's not a great movie, but I think it's a little bit better than your average generic action film. So who won, Kate Beckinsale or Jessica Biel? You really want me to tell you that? I, I just. Okay. Are you asking about in the movie or in my mind? In your mind. That's I'm right back in sale wins. Okay. All right. And uh, what's Brian Cranston's role in this? Does he have a big one or no? A big role he, or no? He's uh, the equivalent to the Emperor. No shit. He's Brian Cranston. Way to go. Bad boss. And he does try and act tough, and it's kind of weird seeing him act tough. I. It's strange. Oh, his name is Cohagen, so that would that would make sense. Um, there was a Cohagen in the. The original um which brings me up to the next question who plays quato in this where's quato at uh there is no quato oh, quato <laughs> okay not seeing it not seeing it. <laughs> i'm just so happy jeff can add booze in the next... <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about it <laughs> all right awesome awesome which immediately mean, brings to mind the last time we watched the room before and Shanny, not this last one, but with Wicks and him just openly booing as soon as the second guy shows. <laughs> yeah, it's it's perfectly correct. I'm <laughs> <laughs> laughing my ass off at it. So, with uh, with the Expendables coming out this weekend, do you think the Expendables two is gonna be a better movie than Total Recall? I don't know, because now that I know your judgment system, you might not like this Total Recall movie, because you might think, you know... They missed the mark. They were going for everything, and they didn't achieve it, where, like, I liked it because of just aesthetics. And, you right. Know, well, I, I think... Like, the story isn't a blow... You know, they changed it a little bit, but it's not a awesome story. I or, think you know. I misrepresented myself, where I'm just pointing to the fact when people say, okay, this movie, as Jeff mentioned before, like, this movie's no Wizard of Oz, like, of course, it's not Wizard of Oz. They try to do this and try to do that. They're not making they're not trying to do the same thing with the money they have and the story they're making. Right. But if they fail at doing that, then it's a bad movie. Right. That makes sense to you, though. Right. You agree with that. No, I understand what right, you're saying. Right. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to say. That's all I'm trying to say. So like, all right. So Robin Hood Men in Tights. Not really going for much. Pretty funny movie. That's a good, good movie. I don't think it's that funny, but that's uh, that funny. See, I think I think it failed on the funniness, but that, I guess yeah, I, I guess I don't really remember it that well. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I haven't like, seen it since I was a little. You kid. were trying to trap me into saying that Men in Tights was a funny, good movie. I was. I was trying to trap <laughs> you into saying that Men in Tights was the Wizard of Oz. Uh, All right, Carrie Ellis is more funny when he's doing that, or in Liar Liar. Yeah, you're, you're you're afraid of the claw. You're afraid of it. That's all that right there. <laughs> the stone face. All right. All right. Well, we're I saw have, a movie. We'll, oh yeah, you did see a movie. That's right. What movie did you see? So, uh, let me preface this. I spent a lot of time on this show and in real life, uh, really miserable for the people that know me, bitching about how all Hollywood can do is remake movies and uh, and make sequels. As like our last two conversations about Recall and. Uh, yeah. 
uh, Lord of the Rings or Hobbit or whatever. Um, so I saw a movie that was an original uh, from 2011 called Your Highness, um, starring Danny McBride, Natalie Portman, and James Franco. Uh, and this, if we can use Greg's scale, they were going for about a three on a scale of one to a hundred. <laughs> perfect, perfect. And attempted about a point two five, I think. Uh, this is, <laughs> I, I don't understand this at all. I mean, it's so much talent. Danny McBride's hilarious. James Franco's a pretty likable guy. Uh, Zoe Deschanel's in it. Natalie Portman. Uh, yeah, just this. Like actually, and like you know, just as far as like actual actors too, uh, Damian Lewis from Band of Brothers, Ooh, yeah. uh, Justin Theroux, no, nothing to nothing yeah, to Justin Theroux. Toby yeah. Jones is in plenty of stuff. I mean, he's more of a character actor, but uh, he's I mean, he's great. Um, even Charles Dance, the guy playing um, what's his name uh, uh, from the new. Um, oh, you're talking about uh, he plays fucking Tywin Lannister. Tywin Lannister. Yeah. There we go. Brother Doomsby. Yeah. yeah, Brother Doomsby. Yeah, so I mean, like good cast, uh, just totally unfunny though. Like I like sat there and probably didn't even crack a smile the entire movie. Just awful. And the uh, so the, the the plot of the movie, since I brought it up, <laughs> is uh, that every hundred years the two moons align, and uh, some wizard has to uh, has to make love to a virgin and give birth to like an evil dragon that will help the wizard take over the world. So like the, the movie opens and like this order of knights stops this from happening at the last moment. And they say, I hope in a hundred years, someone will be so brave and then cut to Danny McBride doing some stupid shit. And basically the entire comedy of the movie is people like talking in um, like the, the quasi like medieval language, saying like V for you and uh, right, tits right. and stuff like that and then saying like motherfucker afterwards and stuff like that or like it's and and that's that's just it that's where they try to make that's where all the humor is attempting to come yeah, from that's that's wow. where the uh that's where the chuckles the goofballs and the ha-has come from in this and uh <laughs> what, and about it, hoo, what about the hoo-hoos <laughs> the hoo-hoos is there, what about the hoo-has is there any the hoo-hoo in this yeah, no, no, hoo hoo. Uh, unfortunately, that, that might have saved. Some... <laughs> anyway, uh, just terrible. Really, really wretched movie. Don't ever under any watch something else that you've seen a hundred times again. Don't ever watch this movie ever. God, that's. Yeah. So I remember catching like five to ten minutes of this thing and just turning it off. That's all but, upsetting. Yeah, that would have been. Smart. I can't imagine Damian Lewis in a funny movie though. That, that's well, I guess he's not. But um, yeah. It's, <laughs> His but name it, is Bormont, so yeah. you got that going for you. Um, that's that's shocking. That Danny McBride's just not funny. It's just so shocking. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm gonna scratch that off my list, and I'm I'm happy we're using my system now to <laughs> to rate everything we go through. Um, and I guess the Gungavit seal of approval must be in like the 95 percentile. It's probably where we have to be. Uh, but right. So I did not catch any movies. I think I saw a sliver of Red Dawn, which the original, by the way, which was thrown in uh, at some point. Uh, but other than that, we, we didn't watch any movies up north, did we? I didn't. No, we didn't. We fell short just, of making just the room. Jeff watch. We, yeah, we were trying to get Jeff to watch Khan, Wrath of I Khan. didn't even think about it until the last day. And we never did it. It's just upsetting. We didn't watch any. Like, did we watch one movie besides The Room? Like, even. Oh yeah, that... we watched The Room. I forgot about that. We had to introduce yeah. uh, somebody. Well, there's only one new person there to watch The Room, I think. But she God. enjoyed getting talked into it. I think. 
yeah it was a blast always a blast pleasure meeting Lindsay too that was a good time a lot of a lot of new people uh, in that last couple of weeks great times great times uh, so moving past all this you know Olympic stuff my awesome rating system how the world works fuck you Jackson and fuck you Jackson <laughs> oh it changed yeah that was what the fuck Jackson yeah that's, the... we have yeah. a segment called fuck you Jackson fuck you. What the <laughs> fuck, Jackson? <laughs> We're gonna need a little jingle to go along with it, and uh, the Total Recall review, and of course, your highness. We have the Parker Posey play along, the the question of the week, which the last question was eons ago. So we're not, that was Jim's. We're not gonna we're not gonna deal with that question. We're just gonna move to the new. Let the let the old die. Let bygones be bygones. I saw like forty different better choices than Vegas anyway, so it's okay. Yeah, for Catwoman. <laughs> we were we were proposing it to different girls as we ran into them. How would you feel about playing Catwoman? Have you thought about Catwoman? Why are you dressed up like Catwoman right now? Yeah, there was a lot of that going on. Uh, so there, uh, the the new question, the new Parker Posey play along question, uh, our awesome, not trivia related, but our uh, opinion related question of the week is mine. As uh, I have uh, run through a couple things, it's been a you know the last two weeks have been on and off pretty crazy and I've been doing a lot of catching up, watching a lot of new trailers and catching up with the latest news. And I realized uh, while going through some of these trailers, there were a couple things that stood out that I never really pointed out before. And that there were these actors and actresses who, you know, try get into the business, try to make their big buck and usually get out, get, make their, make their uh, fame deal with their celebrity status. And then uh, usually just kind of, uh, walk away, get out of the limelight, but there are a few people who push the limit, push it to the limit, and act well beyond their, I would say, their formidable main years, the, you know, the 35-45 mark of the male, 25-45 male, or 25-35 female range, and that leads us up to my question, and it is, why the hell are, you know, these people keep acting past 60. I don't know. But my real question is which post 60 actor or actress do you like for their work during their later years? So we're looking for, I, I picked 60 kind of just cause it seemed like the senior citizen 60 that that's what I'm picking. Um, and who would you pick as somebody that <clears throat> you love for the work they've done in their, their, even if they started at 60, let's say they even started late. That's fine. But if they uh, started young and even went all the way to uh, past their 60s, that would be uh, that. That's kind of what I'm looking for. And I get to pick the low hanging fruit because it was my question. Paul Newman done. No, no, it wasn't Paul. Oh. Newman. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it comes to our uh, new friend of the show, Christopher Walken, and there uh, he's got so much shit under his plate, so many notches on his belt, and he's done so many different fucking things. It's amazing. The thing that made me think about him is I was looking at the trailer for Seven Psychopaths, which um, I'm not sure. It's We didn't review it or anything yet because it's not uh, coming out for a while. I think it's uh, I think it's, uh, it's it's October. Yeah, mid-October. Um, I wish I guess is a, a, which is approaching, but it's a, another uh, it's a Colin Farrell, Christopher Walken, Sam Rockwell movie, but um, and which, by the way, made by the same person that did in Bruges, so it's going to be awesome. But it's a uh, Walken has the guy's an icon. First off, he's done TV, he's done movies, he's done uh, impressions of just stupid shit, and is like completely mocks himself at times too, which is what makes him great. And I, I think uh, 
his range is what's amazing, but seeing him in just the slew of movies over my fucking lot, like life, my 30 years has been, has been awesome. And, uh, a cheers to you walking. And I know like at this point, walking could easily walk away, walk away, walking. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> it'd be like legitimately set for life and probably have his kids and grandkids set for life, but he keeps doing it. And that's what makes walking walk. So, uh, what in the, like the 60 and older range did you like of his? Do you have that? Like, I, I had not picked anything specifically out. Like I know he right now he trying to think of when he would have turned 60. Right, he is 65 right now. Last five years, which like, I guess what barely makes it in there is uh Domino does he even make it in. Is that seven dark horse? It wasn't bad. And I saw the, at least parts of that. And then other than that, actually I don't see, Balls so, of, terrible bad. answer? Yeah, I guess it was a terrible answer. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was older than that. 57? He looks like he's 100. No, 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 he is older than that. I just can't add. He's 69. So, that makes that makes it a little more open with Domino, Wedding Crashers, didn't see the Stepford Wives. Probably was bad on anyways. Um, let's see. Eight. Stepford Wives is all right. Is that... Don't don't just go making assumptions about uh... <laughs> Matthew Broderick movies. <laughs> Apparently, but they were trying to go so a, high with that. Apparently, they did. Yeah, the problem was that they were aiming for a good movie. If they had just been aiming to make shit, apparently he was a detective in G- Jiggly or Jiggly or whatever the hell that was called, like barely at the edge of it. But I like Jiggly better. Yeah, Jiggly. <laughs> Man on Fire. Envy haven't seen it, but apparently he plays a guy called J Man with Jack Black and Ben Stiller, which is just he does. I guess it's not even so much that he does great roles in these. It's just he's fucking around and loving it, and I guess I love him for it. And, uh, yeah, that's that's my answer. That's my answer. Do you guys have uh, anything that comes to mind off the top of your head? And if you do need to pick somebody uh, uh, posthumously, well, not you posthumously, but somebody that's dead, uh, <laughs> it's fine. Please allow me to speak <laughs> I see you kill myself so yeah. I can pick somebody posthumous. <laughs> I've got um I've got a few I don't know Jim you want to go why don't you go because I, I've got a few I want to bring up okay um I'm gonna go with Mr well sorry Sir Anthony Hopkins nice nice yep um I pretty much like everything he's I've seen him in um and throughout the years I don't think he's trailed off all that much if you know if at all um obviously Anthony Hopkins. What's that? 75 years old, Anthony Hopkins, he is. Yeah, so, like, basically anything, let's see, he was born in 37, it says, so anything after 97 that he did. Um, I really, and this is a little shout-out for a small film that most people haven't heard of, but uh, I really liked him in Hearts and Atlantis, and I believe it was a Stephen King short story that they turned into a film. Yeah, but, I think uh, it was, yeah. Yeah, a really good movie. I really enjoyed that one. Um, but, uh, yeah, he reprised his his Hannibal role in a couple of movies. Um, I actually liked him in uh, Meet Joe Black as well. I thought he was really good in that. And yeah, really enjoyed his stuff throughout the years. And, and like, oh yeah, he's Odin too. Why not? Oh, apparently he's in Mission Impossible too. What the fuck? He was uncredited in it. He and, was uh, like the um, he was like the, the mission control yeah. guy. Yep, yep, the tape guy. You're right. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, he had a great line. He, 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 what's his face said? It'll be difficult. He said, "Well, then that should be easy because this isn't Michigan mission difficult. It's mission right. impossible." He <laughs> sounded cooler than I did, though. Yeah, that sounded pretty bad. Cool. Fuck you! All right. <laughs> 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 oh, sorry about that. So I, I think I might stick with. I mean, 
I went through a few, and I'm going to throw out one of them that I don't think I'll be stealing from anybody. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield did Caddyshack when he was 59. Um, mm, a lot of so that's pretty good. You know, take that for what it's worth. Uh, and you know, after that came like Back to School and uh, Triple Lindy. Yeah, the Triple Lindy Ladybugs, obviously. <laughs> um, so that I was thinking of, but uh, no, Paul Newman's. I mean, Paul Newman's a no-brainer on this. Oh, After he right. turned sixty, he did Color of Money, Fat Man, Little Boy, Hudsucker Proxy, Nobody's Fool, uh, Road to Perdition, uh, Cars. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cars. I was kind of yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, good. He's, Car- cars. Was, cars he's was not sh- the exclamation point. Of it. He's a shoo-in, and uh, he uh, yeah. Badass motherfucker all around for sure. Yeah, you can't you can't say he's not. But uh, yeah, there are there are a lot of picks out there, and definitely bonus points for for the female picks because they have a harder time definitely on uh, yeah. on the, the spectrum of old age. I have a feeling most of them will be named Dame something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got a feeling you're. you're <laughs> most of them will probably start with Dame Judy Dench and end with. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Come on, there's a. I, I bet. I bet there's. A, I, I don't want to steal answers. I don't want to steal answers, but there are some girls that come to mind. There are a couple of girls that come to mind, which maybe we'll talk about after the show or something. But uh, so that's my question. The, the, the it is that if you could pick someone, or if you were to pick a post sixty actor actress that you like for their work during their later years, um, who would it be? And it's uh, yeah. It, and if you if it's somebody that's uh, has already passed, that will that will work as well. And uh, yeah, a props to our uh, new friend of the show. Uh, Walken and uh, and uh, MC and uh, James Jeff. It's a pleasure being back. Hopefully, uh, we can keep on on the on the business. It is not a pleasure being back at all. Why not? Why is it a pleasure being? Because I'm going through post Vegas depression. Oh yeah, post Vegas yeah, depression. It's it hits it hits me hard. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you mean the world is not my oyster? Yeah. I guess there are other things coming up. To, like James, you have a trip to Italy coming up. You haven't told the Gunga Pit uh, listeners about that yet, but it's, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be sad though. I'm going to break my streak of consecutive appearances. It's going to be awful. Yeah, I, I guess that's something we're we're what, to they do. ain't got the internet in Italy. Yeah, <laughs> I won't have it, but yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, oh. Well, it's a, it's a blast regardless. Even if it's a sad sad uh, feeling that you're not in Vegas anymore, I'm happy you guys are here with me on the show where we can share in our desperation and and uh, and our sadness. So thank you guys for being here. Well, thanks for stopping by, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, drive safe, people. Uh, hope you enjoyed our first episode back. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening uh, to the first and last Christopher Walken, Macaulay Culkin movie hour. See you next time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fucking shit. Welcome to the fucking shit. That was good. That was good. That was good. Keep that. Boys! me! Avenge me! I'm a shadow. 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 I'm a shad